No, I'm not. I'm not laughing through this one. Yet. So, <laughs> the sound of the boing. So the here we are. It's, I guess me on the Carnival of Rumble this week, as I'll call it. And no, it doesn't mean that. It's probably some kind of like online service for perverts called Rumble. I don't want that. No, this is the, the Carnival. Some, how do you even know that, Rob? <laughs> I hear the term because like TikTok, people are like join me on Rumble, whatever else. But, what the song so Rumble? flying in, <laughs> flying in from the Vatican from his private gig there on the Pope's plane, Greg. Hey, hola. And, like, I have to offer a lot of thanks. At first, we were going to have our jam at uh, Coliseum on the coast of Libya. That didn't seem very pertinent. Then we are going to try Shrimrose Park, and they wouldn't let us in. So Paul suggested uh, we do it on the roof. And, of course, thanks, Paul. And or course, the roof. Any, any bands... <laughs> Any bands that ever have done songs on the roof, it's always gone well for like right. to them. But now I'm not going to say anything against these two, but we have a food rodeo outside. There's like people selling cotton candy, peanuts. But this boy over here was by the live chickens. <laughs> and yes, right. I, we read your cards and letters, and you demanded it. It's the incredible, amazing, fantabulistic return of the Baron. Oh, thank you. You're too kind. Yes. How was that? It was just Record Store Day. Anybody have any thoughts on Record Store Day in general? Not. I, Taylor I, Swift sold out at Record Archive, <laughs> which I thought was pretty interesting. Very interesting. Wow. What's happened to people's taste in music? Anyway. <laughs> you know, I look at it in a mixed way. I just don't. My time has come like and gone. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I used to go there. It was fun. See a lot of friends. And I always like things more cult. It's like almost like comic book day. Now, my friend Tony used to say about comic book day, he stopped doing it at Empire because he said, people come in, they want the free stuff, they don't buy anything. Right. But, you know, as long, if it brings business, but it's gotten to where everything, it gets over-commercialized a bit and it gets too packed. Everybody comes in. It's like, I'm not standing in line. I'm not waiting. Right. I'm not collector's items that are just manufactured collector's items. Right. Shouldn't, well, shouldn't I, you know, there was a lot of swag there yesterday that you could just grab. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, shouldn't every day be comic store day? Every or day. record store yeah. day. Or record everything. store day. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It maybe, maybe you hope you bring in, maybe you hook one or two more people. Maybe. That's, but I got a couple gun club albums. I saw a lot of friends. Yeah, it's cool for the social aspect. And yeah. if you want to avoid the crowds, you go later in the day. Of course, right. hopefully the the five records that came out that you, you know. Right. <laughs> the only five there. copies are still there. But, you know, you could call, like, Eric and say, hey, hold this for me. I'm coming in later. Yeah. That's I'm always sure the best when that. you have the no, when you have all these lines. You walk up, give me my stuff. Yep. <laughs> I enjoyed that because we played at 4 o'clock yesterday with Brian Lindsay. And I, I just thought that was a good time because it was like the crowd was... The crazy crowd was gone, and then you had the real. The oh, real we got railroaded a couple of years by Bruce <laughs> to <laughs> open, yeah. and I was like, uh, "Dude, nine o'clock in the morning." He's like, "Dude, that's when all the people are there." I, I saved it so, for you. So you just stay up. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> this was like Brilliant. old school. Back in my old school days. And but I it was really fun. We did yeah. it a couple years in a row. Was that in the back building? or? In yeah, the, yeah, yeah. This, the, that's cool. There. Our new back building expansion. Yeah. <laughs> we I had know. the... I didn't realize, actually, I didn't realize Archive started off on Lake and then was on Jefferson. I yeah. mean, tight, I mean, those guitars, Titus and Jefferson. 
I've only ever been to the one Titus on around the Jefferson. It started at Titus. On, 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 it's early for us. Oh, it started Lake, at Lake. 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 And, and then Jefferson yeah. and then Titus. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that myself. Actually, it started in their basement where they grew up their house, the Shawbrook. I think that's where they started selling guitars originally. I only remember the little place they had, like where the, where Murph's kind of was. They were in that little plaza there. They had a, like a one or two aisle thing. And then they moved into that Grange building, the furniture place. And obviously, I remember Archive. I went there huh. all the time. I didn't oh, know yeah. it was on the right stuff. And Bop Shop, obviously, too. I remember those and the Bop Fests and everything. The Archive used to be, what was that Mount place? Hope. Mount Hope. Mount Hope. No, it yeah. was originally. Oh, yeah, you're Monday right. Todd Avenue. Bradley told me What that. was that? There used to be like this cool store, like right when you came over 490 on the bridge. It was like a cool bookstore. It was on the right. Going up Monroe Avenue. Oh, wow. What Upper Monroe? So I remember Little Brown was like one I used to go no, to. No, it's a real hip place. God we'll damn. Have to Google it. That Village Green. That Village Green. Village Green. No, it was it was cool. It was cool in the day. That Village Green on Monroe was cool. Yeah, and then in the basement, that's where Record Archive originally. Because I remember. Huh. Finding my way down there once, I was like, oh, "Wow!" Is that time, like, I still I know there was a basement. Right yeah, I'll never forget. I tried to pick up a girly magazine. I wasn't looking. I see a guy who looks like the village people, and the thing's titled Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter? Your subscription? My brother, my, my, right my brother, my brother's looking at me like Fred Sanford. <laughs> <laughs> but that place, that place was awesome. <laughs> Boys, a little light in his loafers. <laughs> that place is awesome though when it's time. And then there was another yeah. location like that. But yeah, things boo. But it, you know that's what they do. But you know I had my time there. Last time, I, actually, I went with my friend Anna to uh, Rock Gallery, and we got there at six. The last show, I, the last time I ever went to, went to, we got to archive. It was great. It was just people I knew band playing i knew but the one time isotopes got the gig you got one time at archive now this was back in the day we all like we all come in we're all i see michaela and i just go michaela you have she's got shades i'm like you have any sunglasses i'm gonna <laughs> i go in one of my friends i won't name almost falls over the garbage <laughs> and they start popping beers <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep us going. Ah, that was rock and roll. That was rock and roll. Yeah. So one but thing I, I want to talk about, go on, Greg. Well, I was going to say, like, Record Store Day was fun, but 420 just sort of came and went without much of a whimper. 420 used to be a big deal. I think maybe now because it's all legal. It's just it's that. Not it's just, just an it's everyday. Just, it's yeah. just another day. It's just, yeah. just another day See, to get high. I always yeah, say, you know. I've always <laughs> I'm been, glad about that. Well, I've always been, though, like I've always said, who wants to, like, you're going to go to jail for smoking a plant. But right. then again, being illegal gave us Cheech and Chong movies. That's what true. fun would they have been? Imagine, like, um, what if Cheech and Chong movies were made and weed was legal? Mm. What fun would that be? They can't do nothing to us, man. It's legal. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you still have that. Yeah. What'd you put in this, dude, man? What'd you put in? Well, I'm mostly Maui Waui, but then some Labrador. <laughs> What's Labrador? Dog shit. I'm smoking dog shit. <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> That's good. Something you guys got to talk about a little, because I know, Greg, you've talked to me about it. You, obviously, all the time. What's some live albums you've been getting? Because you've been really getting some. Like, I know you've gotten, like, that Cheap Trick one. I got Cheap, yeah. I got, oh, you got that new one? I, no, I got, well, I got the... the well, you too, with, if you know what The Summer Looks that. Good on You, that one, Another World. But I got this 
1977 uh, whiskey. That's the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, really good, man. I mean, it's raw. It's like there's not a lot of banter. It's just them playing a bunch of songs. Yeah. And there's like long breaks between songs. Well, here's a song we wrote. You know, there's no big hoopla. It's really pretty good. And then I got Sounds this Rock in the Fillmore Humble Pie, like all yeah. both days, all four That's shows. That's a yeah. great album. And it's remastered, man. It's like it sounds like a million bucks. That's one of the best. I'm only, live albums. I think I have my yeah. solo Frampton opinion of Humble Pie, where I think like Frampton and Marriott were great, but sometimes, like on the albums, I think they were just almost like okay. We're going to show you how awesome virtuosos we are, yeah. but I could. So it's like a little too much, but I can imagine how incredible they'd be in concert. Well, the the cool thing about the one I got is because it's the four shows, they're two different days. But so all those improv things in the middle are all just a little different, different right? And and it's cool because you get to see how they kind of. The songs evolved a little bit. By the yeah, course, I got the box set of the Band of Gypsies all the nights. Oh, really? See, and that's the that. same cool. thing. That came out, like, I guess, last year? Wow. I have to use look at that find that. I'll have to go find that. Yeah, that really cool. Good, I never thought that was the whole thing, you know? Yeah, there was, uh, I don't know, like two shows a day for like three or four days. Yeah, they worked those guys pretty hard back then. And but, that, that's like my favorite Hendrix yeah, period anyway. So right. as soon as I saw that coming, and it's the same thing. You can hear how each song is a little different, yeah, which is that, what I try to do with our band. And you know it's live, because they didn't tweak these things very much back then. Right. They were actually live. Like like I said, that, that cheap trick thing. There's not much... Warts and all. Yeah, the, his voice kind of cracks and everyone's... You know, and stuff like that, because it's like, it's the real deal. You know? And now you saw them, you said, at the fair or something. You said it's only like they're Dorian Grays. Like, they pretty much look a lot the same, pretty much. Yeah. Except the Bunny Man wasn't there, but it was Rick's son. Right. Although I think the last time I saw him, it was still Bun. Because it was a few years ago at the State Fair, but... Um, Sanders' voice, man, it's like I know. he never lost like one He's little amazing. iota of, yeah. of. He could still hit everything. We're going to see him in Del Lago in May. Yeah, I think May. everyone's going except me. And me, yeah. my own thing too. I, I my, still have the bread. You know, that's Memorial Weekend. I didn't realize that. Well, there's a oh, wow. there's like a convenience store. I think they sell Wonder Bread. Everything right around the corner. I walked in Pittsburgh before if you eat bread, <laughs> but Wonder Bread. But I always, like, I'm the one person, that's that's, the Eddie Nebula and I are, like, alike in terms of playing, like, they'll do Surrender. So we were talking name about dropping cheap, again. cheap Trick, that the first album to me still sounds like if you didn't, if you ask somebody they didn't know, they'd say it was a Stranglers album. That was a Slade cover band. No, <laughs> okay, you Slade cover band. I never heard of the Stranglers, were there? Hugh Cornwell, he played oh, Stranglers. Cheap trick. You know this tale. You know Talk about name drops. I you couldn't say, I don't get that at all, because the Stranglers are not a guitar band. So musically, I don't get that. I don't know, it just gets, it's like one of those things, it's like we all have our weird opinions on the show. Yeah, and they're not wrong, because it's an opinion, I just, yeah. that just, just. But, you know, all their original hits, their first hits, were all Slade songs. Oh, they were just a Slade cover band. Huh. When they started, then they got awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. I actually it. like Slade too. Though. Oh, I, I like Slade, Slade too. Yeah, except when you run into people. Oh, are they the band that covered the Quiet Riot song? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Or wait, I'm thinking of Quiet Riot. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say that. I'm thinking of Quiet Riot. How did I get Quiet Riot and Cheap Trick mixed up? I have no, no idea. You're ah, nothing. you're sniffing the Carnival <laughs> Vapor. I like Quiet Riot too. Did you have like a get a purple BBC live? 
Me? You, oh, Greg, me? Yeah. Yeah, right. I did. I got that, and I got this uh, Paris 75 thing with Coverdale and all that. It was Richie Blackmore's last night with them, I guess, before he bailed. Really? So, yeah, it's a, it's a really good live album, Mistreated and all that stuff. And uh, I got, yeah, I got the this uh, other thing, BBC, yeah, double disc thing. Very good. A couple different songs. Like, they did a couple things from Machine Head and a couple things, you know, Speed King and stuff like that. And, yeah. And I got anniversary editions of Burn and In Rock and, yeah, I got and all those Fireball. Too. And they <laughs> sound great, though. When they, you know, Well, you need those things upgraded once in a while because those old vinyl, they have no high end. Oh, yeah, it's like that one Who, yeah. the the one Who collection, the box And then the cool terrible. thing is you get the bonus tracks. That's right. The bonus tracks. Them jamming or playing like an instrumental version of a song, like it's really weird. It's or a like, B-side. Yeah. Yeah, I love that stuff. Oh, I was waiting when you did the Rumble special on Richie. There wasn't anything from the Blackboard's Night Christmas album. Nah, <laughs> it wouldn't play in the CD. How did you, that's the one thing about the Rumble too. plug, plug, though. I've told Steve this one. This was the weirdest Rumble ever. Because that's my of the, radio the, the, the show. Hur, the, hurricane, yes. <laughs> the, the hurricane wins where I got partly rumble, partly Puerto Rican dance music, and partly some church surf. <laughs> so it was like, wow, this is different. What the hell Steve smoking? <laughs> but you actually, you put in, like, here, I'm wondering who's going to be on, what time is it? Oh, really, this week? Uh, you actually do some research, and you know what you're doing. Where, 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 what, where is it located? What broadcast station or whatever? WRFZ, Rochester Free the Radio. Free, free radio thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But how did you come down yeah. to, like, the uh, the Blackmore show? How did you <laughs> narrow it down to... But you found those Thin Lizzy damn, tracks. Oh, the Funky yeah, Junction. Yeah, talk about album. that. How did you find those? I never heard of those. You got me on that one. Because I read. I, I search. A guest on our show reads? Yes. <laughs> only, only about music. The show's going though. down for the guy. No, actually, <laughs> English, English magazines... And liner notes. Those are the best resources. I, I, I get that classic rock English magazine. Magazine. <laughs> they they are head and tails above. No shit. Crap here, and you have to pay more money for them. But yeah. they're so well. I get I mean, that classic rock, and there's another one called. Uh, like I, they do a lot of older like rockabilly and, and stuff, and, and they're like fifteen bucks a piece. Right. No, I, I found one. Right. It was a steal for a while. I had the subscription to Mojo. And Mojo, Mojo's and you would get the good. CDs too. Yeah. But then they screwed it where really you couldn't do like the subscription for what I was getting it for anymore. And I was like, no. I can't. But I agree with Steve because number one, and I know this is probably, it's it's nothing like Rolling Stone because there is zero, absolutely no politics. Right. It's 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 gigless ads for for bars or selling stuff, and they'll show, they'll print touring schedules and all these cool UK places that you'd never heard of, and they actually have real interviews where they actually ask people actual questions and they you know what I mean it's it's not like well how's your latest album do? you know this is you know and well, what's Rolling your political Stones view? No, become no, no. like People magazine of music I am, yeah. it's like Saturday like Live now or ones, they also go like. Deep. They like, do. Who the hell is this guy? Well, right. he put out an album in 1970, and we just found him. <laughs> right. They're going to reissue it, and then you get this whole story. I, I, I was reading this one. came out. They had an article on Gary Moore. They had another article on the Yes doing uh, Close to the Edge and how it was to record mm. that. 
and Bruford and Chris Squire not getting along and things like that, you know, that you don't really hear about. And then just lots of really good articles. I mean, just, I keep reading it. I keep finding little articles that I missed, you know. Yeah. They pack a lot of stuff. They'll do a one-page thing, but there's a lot of information in there. That's how I find all these crazy, obscure bands that I play on my show. It's mostly, like, through hard work and labor. That's what I love about (laughs) it, though. Actual research. (laughs) That's what I love about music, that you keep finding, you keep finding. It's like I got that live Cactus album, which is... You don't want hey, to play I'm them. Playing the... them next week. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> See, we were on this weird. We're on this weird like thing, which is scary sometimes. <laughs> I got a cactus reissue too. Yeah, yeah, I got the live one, which is really great. I still, I have to bring up the quote because I always use it. Though how we've changed, like Carmen a piece, Epicy, whatever the heck he calls himself, where he would go. I go around. You read his bio. You're scrubbing your hands afterwards with some of the stuff. But he goes, we used to walk around, we'd run into each other in the old days. Man, what'd you score today? How many groupies? Whatever. Yeah. These days, we're like, dude, what blood pressure meds are you on? Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, we talk about our, our ailments more and more as we get. You know, but as I say, like, playing when you get older, like, what's the challenge? I mean, I wouldn't know. Getting through the gig. (laughs) Carrying your shit into the gig. Exactly. (laughs) And worse is carrying it out, because then you're all spent from playing. The best is like, okay, Adriana, who's like in her mid-twenties, bless her. So it's playing at Love and Cup. I see, like, you know, the older musicians are lugging and lugging in. She pops in with a mic like 10 minutes before. Oh, I know guys like that. Nothing cliche about that. (laughs) Yeah. Lead singer disease. (laughs) Which LSD. Is <laughs> yeah, yesterday, it's funny, the, the group that played before us, Hey Mabel, which was very good, really good. Uh, I heard the name a lot. Really girl, a good uh, gal singer. And she came up and did something with us, too. But anyway, she was, like, helping with guitar cases and stuff and, 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 and things like that. And I looked at the sound guy. I said, man, a, a girl that's carrying gear, hire her now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, you know, that goes both ways, though. I know yeah. plenty of guy singers yeah. that do the same thing. Here's my mic. Right. Plug me in. There's yep. one thing I want to talk about, too, because we told some funny stories about, like, I like I was telling about, like, some, like, a few bands that I've been associated with where the auditioning stories when you need something is so funny. <laughs> and, like, the best ones would always, you would always know, they get a guy, they need a lead singer, guy comes in, great, you know, great, all the record. You know, he's all going, you know, I'm the lead singer, I want all this stuff. They start to sing, and it's like, rock and roll! And he sucks it. <laughs> <laughs> Rochester! And he's the guy with the biggest plans, too. Right, it's always, yeah. always the guy that talks the most shit. It's my, the first guy that's going to My friend's retired. Weeks, he's a drummer. Right. He's looking for bands and stuff. He just wants to play. Gets this song. Gets his head, right? This sounds like somebody... <laughs> <laughs> he goes out on a, He drives out to Ontario County, right? He said, "Okay, what are we gonna play? What are we gonna play?" He's like a list of stuff. The guy goes off. He's like, "Guy's like seventy two. This guy like goes out. He goes out. He comes back. He's wearing this outfit, right? Oh outside. God! And he starts going on about how they're gonna be doing this world tour and be famous. And he's looking around, going, "You know, better not be any chickens." <laughs> <laughs> Delusions of grandeur. It's amazing. It's like amazing. I used to see that, you know, as soon as I would hear anybody, as soon as you tell me how great you are, you're going to be famous. I know you suck. Yeah, pretty (laughs) much. Shut down. But that's another topic I was going to say. I did this one Facebook post, which for me was kind of lame, and maybe I had a 
get my brain a little bit more on it. It wasn't the one about what do you call like fake, fake spaghetti and impasta. It was uh, <laughs> it was uh, the thing about weirdest gigs you've ever seen or played for us where we were, but like we've ever played. And I remember like the one I brought up was the Tombstone Hands, where my dad called them a bunch of reprobates as usual. But I had my dad in my car because it was at for Hull, so it was a hayride. Oh, now what did you feel when you got the offer number one? But then I, it went awesome. I thought this is the biggest fucking mistake of my life we are the worst possible band to do this because we're not a party band at all we're an instrumental Jimi hendrix meets the ventures right <laughs> so you know they're gonna it's the first time they ever tried bands they're gonna they had food trucks this was all like a trial but where was this for hulls on the ridge oh okay way down the ridge yep, you know, yep. and they yep. had us the Biggest weekend that Friday or Saturday night, like like two or three weeks before Halloween, and my drummer, one of his guys, like is good friends with the family and and volunteers. He hooked it up, so he like knew what we're about. But I'm still just like dreading this is gonna be horrible. It's like basically like like playing a wedding or something. So <laughs> it went great. I couldn't fucking believe it. We had constant people in front. They set up a you know big big uh, truck bed, flat bed, which was really cool. I haven't done that in years. Right. And there was constantly people in front of us. Old people, young people. What I remember, though, I remember two things. One of you that you were somebody, (laughs) did somebody wear, like, skeleton gloves or not? It was a long time ago. I thought somebody might have worn gloves. But I remember people were actually buying your freaking merch. Yeah, yeah. We had T-shirts and stuff. It was, and we got paid, like, really decent money. It was great. I was, like, so looking forward to the next one and then COVID. No, and I would yeah. think, say, for me, it would it be the, okay. Yeah, it was, the, it was the Halloween right before yeah. COVID. If you started. like music or not or whatever else, if you care about music, do you? I would be going, okay, I have to think of the public. I probably would have gotten, like, a cover band or yeah, something. Yeah, like. someone that plays, like, you know, classic rock hits. So not feel, like one of those bands where you go, well, y'all, we're going to pay you $300, but y'all drank $400 worth of beer. Right. Well, there wasn't <laughs> any alcohol, so we had to, like, you know, bring your own. If well, you no, you know but... what you do is I'm sure they had cider. Yeah. <laughs> My old thing, Rawlschlager like and cider, man, that was like the killer for me. <laughs> but, Greg, do you have any, like, weird ones, like any strange gigs, weird areas? Gigs. Well, areas, like places you played more than... Because I know we've um, all had those weird gigs. I, I Well, I played in this, like, show band back in the 80s then we played I don't know we had to go from Detroit we played in, in somewhere in Michigan and they didn't like the band so we got canned and then we had to drive all the way to Texas wow, wow. yeah and then and I was sick I had like a fever and I was like driving and I'm laying in the back of this car and I'm like Ugh, you know and we got to the place and I slept and I yeah we played but it was like that was like the worst probably the worst thing of that band. That band had a lot of problems. And as I came to find out later, Eric Davidson, you know, Eric, the bass player. Yeah. He was in that same band, but after or before I joined. And we were, one night we were just talking about this, this jerk of a band leader. He goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) Was this name such a, oh yeah. And it's like, holy crap, I was in that band. (laughs) Wow. And yeah, he was the same thing. He was shorting the band money, and 
he would do this thing where he'd want your, the U-Haul running in somebody else's name so he wouldn't get, because he was kind of on the run, and he had a guitar player that was on the run from his wife, and it was a freaking nightmare. One of the worst, and I'm not going to mention names, but it was like a bar I was associated with, but the owner was quite partner really but he called him so it was quite a prick and what he did was the one time there's a band called there was like remember it's rochester right it's vile out it's a band called the drones that came all the way in wow and another band from winnipeg came in so it's texas and winnipeg right they wow. came in he was going to stiff them because it was like a blizzard wow. and pay them and they drove all the way imagine driving in from winnipeg and Texas driving in from Winnipeg. Yeah, that's got to be like, like twenty-four hours. It's got to be like thirty hours. Yeah, 30. I know Michaela did the one from uh, Winnipeg, Minnesota. She said it was like her and her friend. They did twenty-four hours. Wow. So can you imagine that? That's a bit much. I mean, I I went to New York City and that was about as far as I went. As far, I, that wasn't a traveling situation. I mean, I was in a couple of the traveling situations. So you played two weeks here and two weeks there, and then you you weren't right. killing yourself. No, but that's like in another one, like too, and I feel bad. Like I always tell this story about, in terms of not like playing, but like for, for bad gigs I've seen. That one where I, my friends like, you want to go see shiny toy guns? And I get there, and they look like a narc. It's like younger people. I'm sitting <laughs> against the wall like this. Salt big band. I don't know who they were, but like they came out, they were lab coats. They weren't the isotopes, obviously. They weren't from here, but they were just all oh, presentation music. So I'm just sitting there going, Stephanie, where are you? Get here. Get here. And I just sit there going, Jeez, this band fucking sucks. Right between songs when it's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, inside the, words, the, other inside the other experience I had too was now, if this is from a friend of mine, he goes to this, and I'm not a festival person. And I don't maybe get what your thoughts on festivals, but you go, there's some festivals, some rich guy's got a mud field in PA. He goes down there, right? It's all muddy. And he goes, I know about this show because I'm walking around. The first thing I hear, there's these two guys and the one guy's saying to the other, you know, I think your the acid wore off and give you your axe back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, what do you think of festivals at this point? Do you care or not care? Well, We're talking I, more big ones than, like, local stuff. I, I think they're good. I just think that they've become stupidly expensive. Yeah. And and I, on that note, though, I will say, I didn't realize, I guess, uh, what's her name? Um, Sharon Osbourne, maybe? No, no? the local. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even think of her name now. Who's the the, late, the lawyer, the singer? The, uh, lawyer? Well, anyway, she's at Conchella. She got all the way to Conchella there. Um yeah, what is her name? Oh my God, I'm I'm blanking. Not out. Sally Cohen, is it? No, her? no, black singer. I can't. Oh, Daniel Ponder. Daniel Ponder. So she, she has somehow gotten all the way to Conchella. I, I, wow, I, that's big. Debbie, for her. Debbie told me that last night. My girlfriend, she was like scrolling some stuff, and I guess she's got a slot there. And I guess she kind of quit the lawyer thing. She said, I couldn't do both at once. I couldn't do them, so wow, I had to make yeah. a choice. Good for her. could always go back. Well, she was a public defender. I don't know. Does, like Dr. That, Britt know. Baker, DMD, she's a dentist, but she's a pro wrestler, and she does both. <laughs> Sometimes she'll knock at the same time. At the same time. Oh, her, her, her finisher is called, <laughs> <my joke>. her <laughs> called the lockjaw, where she takes a glove out and sticks her hand in your mouth. And <laughs> but we think alike, that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, it gets or scary. <laughs> no, that's. Who you ask. <laughs> oh, how's Tally been going? Good. What's she up to? 
Oh, where's your styrofoam cup? Uh, you know, I'm off today. I had a headache. I'll just I'm trying to remember I'll all preface this, though, for anybody who sure doesn't know, <laughs> we're not as cool as Telly Savalas. How can you go whizzing through New York City? Of course, you have your siren on. It's New York. Nobody moves. Right. You're whipping around New York corners. in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. You're whipping around corners, whipping all over the place. You get out. You might have your coffee here. You don't spill a drop. That's that's an art. But what's he up to now? He oh, this was a good one I saw this morning. There was a he sent a guy a Puerto Rican cop from to like moved out to better his life, and he's got a gig working in Staten Island. He wanted him to go undercover in the barrio. There was like a vigilante gang who was killing nice. all these drug runners and stuff <laughs> and giving the money to like the priest, the neighborhood priest, so that they were like actually good guys. But they were, you know, vigilantes, and it was pretty well written. You saw the one with Sly Stallone wow. was a dude in one, I yeah, think. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's the of... best thing about these old shows, to all these guest stars. Guest stars. Awesome. Crocker! <laughs> yeah. What a great show. But, but the one thing I, I just gonna... got the box set yeah. with uh, all the Kojak, so he, he got it what, a while ago. So. I was going to ask you, what are you watching uh, Kojak on, on Sunday morning? <laughs> my own little, uh, little you know that's yeah. the thing how things change for all of us well all, well all of you i'm too young to know but growing up it would be you'd have to like talk to friends okay this monster movie's gonna be on at two or my friend tommy samino who knows brian or at least knows him on facebook yeah like he would call me up he was obsessed he's still like an obsessed kiss fan about kiss meets the fandom which when you finally <laughs> Was, when you finally <laughs> saw it. it was so cool, but it was so fucking bad. It, it was, was so bad. bad. It was so bad. But no, not if you think, though, because I guess, like, Ace was really drunk, would just call, like, a parrot because he couldn't remember his lines. And then they had to read Peter's lines because he was so hammered in the whole movie. So if you know the band. But he would, like, call me, literally, oh, it's going to be on Toronto Channel. Now there's a feeling like, yeah, the search is good, but it's also fun where I go, hey, I want to watch this. I have it right here. I want to right. listen to it. Yeah. And back then there was, you know, three channels. Plus, if you could maybe jiggle the little thingies, you get the Buffalo one and the Toronto one. Right. I was going to say the Toronto one. You had to go up on the roof and re-aim the antenna. To yeah. Some good Japanese horror movies, though, if you could get it. Oh, yeah. The WGN. One, but what the guy's going to talk about, it's not serious, but like you were talking about like rock magazines and about keeping the politics out. Now this is, this comes up online a lot, and I don't do any political crap online, but the idea of the artist and the art, and about, like, okay, somebody's views, if you like the music. Now, in your, like, just in your views and everything, okay, does it, how much does it affect you in terms of, like, okay, I would go see this person or not, or does it matter, or does, would you just go, okay, I'm not buying this person's stuff anymore? Well, and I'll use an example real quick, is, like, I know Ted Nuge is coming here on his tour at the Art right. now, If you were a fan, you cared about that stuff, and you could just say, you know, would you go or just go, okay, I won't go to that or anything? No thoughts. Nobody's you, wrong. you got to respect anybody's opinion about anything, but my problem would be... Informed opinions, not just like, you know, the... Well, I like listening to Ted Nugent rant. Yeah, he's well, funny. I used to listen to him when Dennis Miller had his radio show. He had him on. He had... Um, I'm trying to think of who else he had on. He had a lot of lot of musician guys because he digs that. So he would have... He, he did have Ted Nugent on a couple times. And... 
you know, he just doesn't change. He's just got he's, his attitude, and he's you know, pretty constant, isn't he? Yeah, so, and, 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 really... and he's not. It's not like he went and raped anybody or, no, or anything this else. Is, I just, just brought him he's up as got, an example. He's got, too, his, he's got his point of view, right? right. But I mean, you, you know, you think like I, I we heard Michael Jackson someplace the other day in public, and I'm like, why are we still listening to Michael Jackson? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess what I guess I'm getting. You know at... why? Because. What they did was they realized when he croaked, they could make a lot of money off right. him. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if they found that Peter Pan thing in a closet. Yeah. You know, but I, what bothered me was I would read interviews with them where he's talking about sleeping little with little boys. Right. Or little monkeys. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking, so I'm walking somewhere in the city, right? There's this, little. I'm walking some. no, I'm walking somewhere in the city. He's walk one day, right? <laughs> I'm going down there. There's this wino. He comes come by me i figure he's gonna ask me for change or something I'm like how you doing he's like, and he goes you know michael's fucking that monkey <laughs> <laughs> i just look at him go, I always thanks suspected. brother thanks brother I've always well, we had we had this blues guy on it. remember willie we had that blues guy on a couple blues weeks guy, ago yeah. it was like really incredible he sounded like he had done a monkey <laughs> but no but what i was getting at is that if the artist is kind of being owned owned by the political agenda people then i'd got an attitude but if he's just he or she is just yeah got their opinion yeah. some people like you don't expect somebody like judy collins or jackson brown to be you know yeah guns you know well they're, jackson they're brown's gonna, all like is you know the other right side but stuff. you know what i'm saying I but just, i'll give you a good one though ryan ryan adams is playing here too would you go see him if you like his music ryan adams is playing yeah. here i like his music so you go see him still okay well, I don't really know what his philosophies are. So no, it's not. It's stuff that he might have done, like oh. with women. It's like, oh, oh. And then you, I know Paul's been mentioning mentioning that that's Pink Floyd guy a lot about. Yeah. Oh, that's Roger. For the, that's for the cops. Yeah. To well, about. Yeah. but you know, I never liked Roger when he was in Pink Floyd. So I mean, I'd go see everybody else. I, I've got, I'm wearing my Nick Mason t-shirt by the way today we, which i constantly we saw nick twice and i, I goof up with that with dave mason all the time that's <laughs> all i think about because nick's so awesome on guitar <laughs> i just do though you know how you get that in your head can you dave just... play the drums that's the <laughs> that, no i don't think he can it's like i would call mark bradley scott bradley all the time and he's like he came up to you one day he's like you making fun of me or something why are you doing they go there's a dude playing for the seattle mariners named scott bradley he looks at me and goes only you, and then you'll bring up Dominic DiNucci or some other <laughs> <laughs> But has Nick Mason ever played anything fast? I've never heard Pink Floyd do anything fast. No. Uh, everything they do is that slow. Well, with, with I, I think I think you're exactly right. I don't, I don't think he's played anything fast. And, and you never hear him do a shuffle or a rock well, Actually, the stuff or... with uh, Sid Barrett. Was a more up tempo. It was never anything slammed. Well, he did yeah. on the old stuff. He, he does shuffles and everything on the old stuff. Yeah, oh. yeah. and they play a yeah. little up, up more up tempo because yeah. you know. I didn't hear some of that stuff. That's, that's a good actually. That's a good stuff, little. Actually. That's yeah. the stuff he plays in concert yeah. when we see him. Oh, yeah? It's it, like the this is the Echoes tour that he did this year. Okay, or last fall. So they did echoes. I mean, you get a bunch of seventy-five-year-old guys getting up and playing right. after intermission, getting up and playing a twenty-five-minute-long rock song. That's like awesome right right you know that's pretty good but yeah but most most of the stuff that was the like that was the newest thing they played wow so everything else is from the sid barrett days. i've got a wow. bunch of things it's very cool very cool yeah. yeah that's one thing i was going to ask just thoughts on this now well dark side of the moon 50 year anniversary yep now this album sold tons now what is it about some albums why they just get the public imagination where they just take off and they could be good bad ugly it's like how the hands first album hasn't sold like 
thirty million. But it tasted good. <laughs> the only album that that in joke is my dad tried to eat. <laughs> That's the one CD my dad tried to eat. He thought it was bologna and onions. <laughs> one of my favorite things. So that's pretty funny how and that I, worked out. I've always yeah. said that like about archive. Bologna and onions on rye. <laughs> it might have been with Limburger because that was his Limburger on rye was always his big thing. I, I draw but I've always told there. people yeah, like really, playing yeah. at archive. It's like where are you going to play by a chandelier and a T Rex with gloves? Right. It's like no matter what happens. Oh, your my band sold ten million. I don't really care. My dad tried to eat the tombstone. <laughs> he had album. He ever tried eating uh, your albums? So there. But you know, back back to the original question about Pink Floyd. I, I mean, that that album was back in the days I'm when we listened. We listened to album size, right? You know, and we were just talking about this in the car on the way over. It's like, you know, how many albums that you had that you could listen all the way through, and you wouldn't get to. Well, that song sucks. So you know, I go walk over, pick up the needle, yeah, right. skip that song, and put it down. But that was an album that you listen to side one, you flip, you listen to side two, and you flip it again, right. listen to side one again. It was maybe I'm getting too deep on it too, but maybe everybody can relate to like the topics, mental illness. Greed, passage of time, a little bit like that too. But I, there's a lot of people that bought it that. I, I never got into that music well, because that, of that. I 1972, always thought it was too, acidy. too dark. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but at that time, like I always said, like like you know, put on sticky fingers. As soon as can't you hear me knocking on, going on? You're going. This is for all the hippie dudes to get high during. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, think, but, I think a lot of it also was like the perceived coolness factor if you bought see, it. See, that is too. It's it. like, you know, yeah, it's right. like going around in high school when I was looking at. I remember my brother said to me one time, you know, you'll just go back going, any of these people will go back and say, why did I buy this album? And I'm going, no, they won't. They're normies. They'll think that was the best music they've ever heard. But like some of these albums that came out it just becomes and it's payola too a little bit the way radio stations play them it catches oh, on it's like they become the titanics of albums i found that a lot of the older albums that upon re-listening or if i get a reissue like i listened to the grand funk survival album the other day great album and and yeah but when it came out i just wasn't the same old gnarly uh, kicking but you know now that i listen to it they were trying to go a little farther they right. were trying to and then at the time you didn't like it but now i'm realizing what they were going for right and i'm going wow this is good stuff yeah even the covers i'm not crazy about the great shelter, great but... you don't like give me shelter well i don't know about how they did it it's so weird it's just but it that was like i, I it's noticed cool. it's just i noticed out. that was like i thing for heavy bands in the early 70s was to do gimme shelter yeah that was like i have so many versions of that it's like, yeah i just i, I yeah, like the like, idea of it i just thought sometimes somehow the the arrangement that this the way the stones did it it's hard to beat that well of course yeah the other thing too is like i watch out for like like some of these are cash grabs i've actually yeah. Like Greg Prevost, I told him the one time, you know, sometimes you think the stones are becoming Kiss. With you could buy little like little Shamrock Stone stuff out there, their candy bars. But as soon as I saw that, yeah, you could buy their candy bars. Look it up. Go on, you get a Cherry Red Stones candy bar. Let me ask you something, Steve. Real quick, because yesterday my girlfriend bought a couple CDs at the sale. She got a Stones album called Stripped. Do you know anything about? I that? have. I, 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 actually, yeah. I just I just looked it up. It's, it's, is that like just basic tracks or something? It's, I, it's, it's, you know what it's, is, it's a compilation. Isn't it's it? a, it, it I own. Like it's in, a live album. They do like a Rolling Stone. I think it was in. If you want to, 
Yeah, you, you, you can. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's got spiders. It's got I, small I They tried to drag out like some stuff they haven't played in a while. Okay. But what I was going to go on about as soon as I saw the album combo, yeah. I had to buy it. Mm-hmm. Best, I had that pre-order. Best, best line though for me was Mix talking about the band, introducing the band, and everything. Charlie, he's a jazz drummer. He really does this for the money. Right. <laughs> yeah. He really is. But one of the yeah, highlights to me yeah. was actually Memory Motel with Billy Preston. Yeah. Now that to me was, you know, and I like how they said like the the liner notes were like Mick made the joke about their next tour is going to be touring prisons while Keith was in the clink. Right, prisons of Canada. <laughs> but those, but, but they're that, nice prisons. Yeah, yeah. But the, well, that it's was Canada. Like, for me, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Canada. Right. They're polite. <laughs> you know, they're nice, polite. But that one I saw, and I you think mind if I beat you? <laughs> <laughs> you Camaro, I'm going to steal your macaroni and cheese. Do you mind? <laughs> now come back to the cell with me. <laughs> now always use lube. <laughs> maybe a nuzzle on the ear first oh goodness but that's like one of those things though it's like <laughs> now with the baron on it's degenerating <laughs> hey, he, was, what have you been, he knew it was coming eventually so what have you been saying oh by the way too I have to say like sometimes we wonder about IQs when you pulled the April 1st stuff how people were reacting to it that was insane I, had, I played along. You I knew I was felt well. So, you knew I was playing along yeah, though, like with the crap. I, I felt horrible, man. Okay, like, can you explain which, the backstory for the right, so uh, I nice posted young boys? about my radio show coming up. Yeah. It's going to be on the first, right? right? So I started off with this. I've been living a lie. I am tired of like suppressing myself, and I'm tired of being like the coolest guy in the room, and I'm tired of like having to piss then on he all came these out bands best that I really <laughs> love. Yeah, and, that's a burden. <laughs> and I'm gonna play all these bands Saturday, and I put like all the album covers I could oh, find wow. on Amazon, like Loverboy, Depeche Mode, <laughs> Phil Collins, and then at the, the end, cure, you played the Cure too was the on. Cure, I right? That. The Cure, and then at the end, I'm like, Where's you know, he? I'm even, I'm even like tired of like dressing like a dirt bag. I think I'm gonna cut my hair, shave everything, and maybe dress nicer. But let's get through Saturday the first. So all these friends of mine were, you know, whatever you do, we support you. And it's, it's good to be yourself. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I'm writing stuff like, <laughs> what about you. Abba? What about Abba? What about? So I had to do like a remix. Somebody, there's uh, one person. Hours later, there's I, like literally one person who started writing. Well, I don't know if I like some of this, but I like some of this. <laughs> got some, like seriously, yeah. I, like a couple of us are on there going, uh, cough, date, cough. Right, Brian, I'm not going to underwrite your show anymore. <laughs> no, you put, you put the Motley Crue thing up and I put the thing, crew, dude. Right, right, right. <laughs> But I figured that oh that, that thing at the end, man, you know, I'm cutting my hair, I'm going to dress you nice. So you actually had to do a retraction so people didn't do it. Well, I felt bad, which is, I can't believe like, what happened to me. <laughs> it was so nice, but, you know, I was like, people were like so heartfelt. I just, I guess I'm not such a prick as I used to be. Oh, I know. I would, like, I'm going to have to 
try I got one. I, I think it's work on that. You're yeah. so outspoken normally that they just figured you wouldn't pull anything like that, so they figured it was the truth. Yeah. I had no. I That's had a couple. I this, you wonder if we and just I'm a good got, writer. I yeah. discovered. Have yeah. we gotten too sensitive or just lost our sense of humor? I wrote this long post about. I don't usually like talking about personal stuff. You know, I stuff with my dad. People want to know my death. I had to because everybody knew, but. You know, I don't like talking about personal stuff, but I'm going to be honest. I, you know, I've been living a lie, and I have to confess to everybody. Please understand. I hope you understand me, and I want you to show your support. I drank decaf this morning. <laughs> and I got people putting little hearts and shit. <laughs> the huggy heart. Yeah, yeah, the huggy heart. Like, I, somebody wrote, stay strong. Oh, you know, I answered, I'll try to stay awake. <laughs> See, I would have given you the huggy heart. Just, my coffee's just not strong. I, got, I'm not gonna, I love her to death, but I get this one message. You know, are you okay? <laughs> like a private message. I'm here. I'm like, don't worry. I was supplying the strong stuff. And the other one I put was like just a quick quip. I went where I, I wrote a post, you know, which I probably shouldn't have, but I put, I just spent three hours waiting at urgent care. Get, and or, I had people, are you okay? Or, <laughs> and then I'm like, read the fucking post. Yes. It's like, we need a sarcasm emoji. Yeah, because anybody knows. Like I try to avoid. I, like you know, people have asked me. Like a couple people have just said, you know, your posts are really weird. But <laughs> you know, I try to. Uh, yeah. I try to like. Everybody knows. Like like if I write about conspiracy stuff or weird, anybody who knows me knows I'm joking. It's a joke, right? right. But then people, I don't know if we've just lost, like, we're not supposed to be offended or, like, so sincere that we've lost our sense of humor. I'm afraid to do too much humorous stuff because I have a weird sense of humor. And I'm afraid people are going to go, that's not right. You can't say that. So far, the last episode with the Baron is yet to be demonetized. (laughs) So we're okay. (laughs) So we're okay on that. But how you been? How you doing, Baron? You doing good still? You alive? I'm alive. Actually, my head's starting to feel a little better, so I'm glad I... uh forced myself That's this good. weather's <laughs> fucking horrible yeah. no i have my so? yesterday and i'll i wrote this well, online, sinus wise but oh, okay. down, so i'm listening down. to this show i get into weird stuff i, I go you know it's the discipline i gotta go for a walk it's a mini hurricane by me right so i go by it's like the 420 crowd is out after partying i get this one person she's dressed like the patchouli look yeah she goes up to me she goes do you have a second on the gauze son of a yeah, Chick-fil-A is that way. Go to Chick-fil-A. You don't like me. <laughs> so she goes up, up to me. Like, you know, the Moody Blues music's the path to salvation. Have a blessed day, brother. Like, wow. Where you, I want your street people because I don't get then, that ever. Then, street people. I almost, street people are just bands, creepy and I almost had, I almost had <laughs> the worst sight, okay, where I'm like by the ridge, crossing the tone of these two look like... the one. It's funny because the woman looked like a hippie. The guy looked like a... a frat boy bro almost he's got a cigarette he's going across latona the cigarette blows out of his mouth he goes on ridge with the traffic going expensive to get the thing (laughs) and then she's coming up to me it's like a buck she's coming up to me she's coming up to me he's crazy he's crazy and i go and i've seen these psa's i've seen these psa's about smoking killing but i don't want to see it (laughs) and he he comes up he goes by and i go hey i worked at bars man those are expensive he looks at me goes love you brother (laughs) so yeah come down by like i don't know like when i walked around by your place i didn't really see like any out of the ordinary 
No, I'm not talking about my place. I'm talking about downtown or Monroe. But, yeah, we don't have street people where I live on on the hill. No, but, like, downtown, every now and then you get some good weird. Yeah, you get some good weird ones. Not as as good in the day where they were funnier and stuff. Well, you know, I I, I remember sitting out on the sidewalk in front of my favorite bar downtown, and and you'd always get people coming by trying to mooch something. And one one day, this and we just tell them to get lost. And this one guy came up, and he said, do you have five bucks? I'm like, what do you need it for? And he goes, weed. (laughs) <laughs> and, and I gave him the five bucks. I'm like, you're the most honest That's man right. in Rochester. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorites. Okay, there was the one guy. There was the one guy who used to shoot blow darts at people. He was scary. But the best guy, not the best, but the, the biggest. Shut up. One time, remember, he comes in. He comes in. Will Taggart always had a big mouth on him, so he comes in. This guy was like. One legged too, but he could hop really fast. <laughs> you know, and, but he would come in. Would so he comes in. He's will smart ass him, and you know you don't have to do that. He comes in now. I didn't. I, I heard this from people. Okay, I guess the guy came. He shot the blow dart at him. It wills by the bar. <laughs> but there was the one guy comes up to me. He's like, "Sir, I haven't eaten for days. I can I get money for a sand, for." something to eat and i go dude you're holding a sandwich behind your back (laughs) (laughs) the the people at the end of the ramp i guess the 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 worst we've got is the people at the end of the ramp by our exit on on 490 that are always there and they're always begging food and when they leave there's there's piles of food there so you know oh joe buck yourself just played again recently oh joe buck yourself i was trying to remember his name earlier in the show you you, my only reaction never to one of your shows but to his show i had the weirdest reaction ever joe joe buck yourself was awesome (laughs) he was was, was awesome opened for him in in buffalo last year oh really how did you do were you smoking by him or anything yeah, he you, loved well, us. He, did he, if you, sm- you can't smoke too close to him. You, you can't have open flames near him. <laughs> no, this is the story. First of all, yeah, there was a guy who was like a man mountain who would block our view. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and wherever we move. But it was like, so Joe Buck walks by us. They look at me, and I'm like, yeah, it was. It was like tears came to our eyes as he walked by. It's like Who he is was this guy? so okay. So he's he's um uh, listen up. I don't know a lot kind of show. Oh, well, how would you categorize him? He was kind of, street like, musician, like street a legit, musician, street legit, legit. legit. What country roots? Played for Hank. Did he yeah. play for he Hank? Used to play, play upright well, bass for Hank three. Yeah, oh, but wow. Hank Hank three didn't Hank. Th- oh no, it wasn't Hank three that discovered him. It was. Uh, BR549 discovered him playing out on the uh, like 7th Avenue or something. And, wow, you actually and, know them? And, 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 and they heard him and they, they got in, he got invited to like play. And that's, really? how, that's how Hank discovered him. You're the only dude to ever mention BR549. So, so <laughs> which, by the way, you know what the original reference for BR549 yeah, is? Yeah, Junior Samples. Junior Samples. Right. And, and he, uh, I saw them oh, at wow. record. Just call BR549. They played <laughs> Record they... Archive when it was on East Avenue here oh, for a wow. minute. Yeah. They were doing a one of those Rochester music fests downtown, huh. and they played us, which I couldn't go to because we had a wedding. But they did like a little Sunday morning right. in store jam. But I, I had wow. to research this guy when we saw Joe Buck yourself because it was like I'd never heard him before, and he was amazing, amazing. And I was there for the amazing. Creepers, obviously, but because he was like the middle act for the Creepers, and he was he was absolutely amazing. Yeah, and and uh, and reeked. And because he was because he was he was working out of his van and he would I guess he still lives uh, in in the city and he would he would go up the thruway and just go between like the city and and Boston 
and like Cleveland. And he would just do gig after gig after gig. Like every night he had a gig and he'd sleep in his, he'd work until four and get hammered and then sleep in the van. And so I think he might have showered like once or twice Whenever a month. Whenever he could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. But, oh, man, he was so authentic. Most authentic um, uh, country punk I've yeah, ever he seen. Had, yeah, he had his punk. acoustic, he sits, wow. and he had like a, you know, kick drum. Oh. Well, no, he had his he had his hard case. Oh, that's right. He had his yeah. hard case with yeah. a foot pedal on it. So right. it was his hard case for his guitar, and it's just like thump, thump, and beat thump, the, and he was thump. a good guitar player. Oh, and yeah. he just he beat the, beat the shit, shit out, out of the out of strings. <laughs> he had to have like the strings on that had to be. It's like amazing. I told uh, he, he, he restrung it before the show. I was sitting with him talking. Wow, because he's my new bass player is the sound guy at Mohawk. And he's played Mohawk a bunch of times, so Buffalo. Yeah, oh. so you know he told the owners, man, Joe Buckham's we're opening for him, and then he, you know that's great. That yeah, was one of my so reviews. Cool I used to do really music cool reviews place. in uh, college in a paper for bands, and I remember the one country band, and I go, the best thing when you looked at them, they looked like they smelled like a country band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you could smell the cow shit. I was like, <laughs> he reeked of authenticity. Yeah, yeah. but I remember like, like I used to be a huge Hee Haw yeah, fan. Smell you know? of, oh yeah, Hee Haw fan. Every Sunday night, every... my my dad had the best one liners ever. So I'm watching Hee Haw, you know, and my dad gives a mini pearls on, and my dad just looks around, go, takes a bite of his Limburger sandwich, and, <laughs> you know, smokes his pipe, and he goes, bet she's a dirty old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I look back, and my, mom, my mom's cooking goes, yeah! <laughs> she invented the tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to get that image out of my head for months. Did she, did she have the <laughs> with, thing on with the her hat? Yeah. The on her hat? Yeah, that now that while there are still like three listeners left. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Darren. <laughs> so on that, we have to go. Let's show it on a high note. So I'm going to start. We got our roadies loading the equipment on the roof. So we're going to have a, our second jam session. And yeah. these guys are going to play. And we have no oh, idea. Well, can I say just one thing? Sure, we have... So, Just one thing. Yeah. So I'm going to go look for a Hello Sailor magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but if they don't have it, I'm going to look really hard for the pizza guys here. They must have a magazine. Name now. And that's it. The pizza guys. <laughs> oh, so. And of course, the Baron will return, but not we're not done. We're going to have our first. We had our first jam. This was more jazzy fusion. What would you describe, Paul, as? It was jazzy fusion. <laughs> the first, Even though the I first heard it. Thanks. <laughs> no, Jeremy. You took the words right out of my no, mouth. No, I sent it to Jeremy Grace, our friend, and he'll be on sometime. Go support them at the River Year or the Summer Jam. Yep. But uh, he said, This is tasty. It was and tasty. And I go, I said, Not as much it, as that Tombstone Hand CD was, obviously. But I was amazed at how awesome that was after it was it was improv now we're putting pressure on them because we'll be sitting there be going like all i know how to do is improv you better have played good (laughs) you're not you're not wait a second we never practiced our improv yeah (laughs) (laughs) we just did an hour of it and people are going we're gonna and when we walk out true story one of my bandmates once asked can we get together and work on the improvisational part. And oh I, so I told, I actually <laughs> yeah. told, it wasn't Harley. It was, I don't think it was Harley. It was one of my musicians. It was a lack of knowledge. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I think it, was, it wasn't Harley. It was somebody else I told that story to. And he goes, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> you know, I was in an improv group once and they kicked me out because I never made rehearsal. Oh. <laughs> 
I got that. <laughs> I don't think. Look at that look. <laughs> Perhaps give me the stinker look. You're here. stealing my stick. <laughs> so obviously the guys in the suits are going to be outside when we're done. But take me away. Huh? <laughs> Just another old day at the carnival. Happy end of. Actually, yeah, because I'm, you know, salute to our maestro who's going to be in the Hall of Fame because he should be. And I remember his last gig though, like with Primetime Funk. End of the, the guy's like incredible, but like end of the show, he stole that James Blount, kept running out, kept grabbing him, putting the thing on. Finally, he set his piano on fire, did a backflip, clap from exhaustion, but he's going to play with us this time. So, I've been right. telling people I'm playing with like real musicians Sunday. Yeah. What do you mean real? What are you? I go, I'm a, I, I don't know what I am, but these guys can like read, they like do stuff and teach and. Your man? Improv without asking what it is. Yeah. <laughs> My main man. <laughs> and on that note, uh, thanks, everybody, and stay tuned. And we, we will have a name or we won't. If you think of one, we'll have one. Otherwise, we won't. Otherwise, it's just... It's going to be Hello Sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. We're done. <laughs> 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 Listen to the music.